a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Here. Resistance is futile. This, indeed, you are is fan effect. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is Friday, thank goodness, and you know what that means. It's time to figure out what we're going to watch this weekend. Joining us now for details and suggestions of what to watch is Andy Farnsworth from KSL News Radio and KSL's Fan Effect Podcast. Andy. It's a big weekend. The, yeah. The weekend before Christmas, everybody's going to get into the mood. Yeah, and with all the snow, it's been nice to have a reason to go into theaters. Yeah. But there's really only one new movie of any note coming to theaters Avatar. this week. Yeah, and the people are going to make a big effort to see this. All the other studios have essentially conceded this weekend. So after a 13-year wait, we get a sequel to the highest-grossing movie of all time, James Cameron's Avatar. Now, in Avatar The Way of Water, the story picks up a few years after the events of the first movie. Former Earth Marine Jake Sully, who's played again by Sam Worthington, is now a full Navi, and he's married Neytiri, played again by Zoe Saldana. They have some children, but when humans return to the planet Pandora with a little payback in mind for Jake specifically, he and Neytiri leave the forest to go live with their water tribes in hopes it'll protect their family. Now, that's about all I'll give out about the plot. Now, as you can tell from these clips, Avatar The Way of Water is just amazing to look at. You know how they have that little video at the beginning of IMAX movies that says, watch a movie or be part of one? This film definitely is what they have in mind. We watched the movie in IMAX 3D, which is how Cam- uh, director James Cameron believes it should be watched because he made it with that format in mind. And visually, I was blown away. I never saw the original Avatar in theater, so I didn't have that experience. But the world that Cameron has created, the colors, the beauty, the imagination on display, it's worth every accolade that it has and will receive. Now, I love the themes about family, the connection between people and nature, and there were some exciting action scenes. Those were all major positives for the movie. But there are a few things that aren't so perfect. First is the three-hour and 15-minute runtime. Yeah. For most adults, I don't think that'll be a problem. I was engrossed in the story enough, at least on the first time watching it, that I only checked my watch one time. However, if you plan on taking kids to the movie, that three-hour runtime may feel much longer. In addition, there is, three hours is a long time to try to keep those 3D glasses on your head, no matter what age you are. Forget about it if you're taking a young kid to the 3D screenings. I'm just warning you. Finally, for all the time Cameron has spent making this movie, I was a little frustrated with some story choices. Now, there's already an Avatar 3 coming. They made it the same time they made The Way of Water, so perhaps the issues I have with the story will be resolved in the third movie. I'll give James Cameron the benefit of the doubt, but they still bugged me the more I thought about them. As far as content, Avatar The Way of Water is rated PG-13 for some violence and some language. But if your kids can handle the first movie, they'll be fine for this one. The only question for this movie is just how much money it's going to make. It is playing exclusively in theaters. Now, 
Pretty much everything else I'm going to talk about today is on streaming. First up is a TV series that launched on Disney Plus this week called National Treasure Edge of History. The series follows Jess, a kid in her early 20s who's really good at solving puzzles and dreams of working for the FBI's cryptology department someday. When she's asked by her boss at a storage unit facility to track down an old man who hasn't paid his rent, she gets drawn into a mystery and an adventure that could lead her to an Aztec, Mayan, and Inca treasure that's been hidden for centuries. Yes, the series is based on and theoretically set in the same world as the Nicolas Cage National Treasure movies from the early 2000s. But no, none of the characters from the films showed up or were even mentioned in the first episode. I gotta be honest, I was kind of meh watching it. This seems to be aimed more at teenagers and young adults. There are secrets and puzzles and chases galore, but the only thing that really made me want to watch a second episode was that Catherine Zeta-Jones is in this because I love her. National Treasure Edge of History is rated TV 14. The first two episodes are available now on Disney Plus with a new one dropping each Wednesday. Another option, if you're looking for excitement, is the new series The Recruit on Netflix. It stars Noah Centineo, famous for a lot of Disney Channel content, and the To All the Boys I've Loved Before series that uh, all my teenage daughters have watched. Noah plays Owen, a fledgling lawyer at the CIA who wants to make his mark and get promoted, but he gets tangled up in dangerous international power politics when a former asset threatens to expose the agency and her her relationship with it if they don't clear her of a crime she's been accused of committing. This has the look and feel of a Jason Bourne type series with a little Jack Ryan mixed in. If this is your cup of tea, all eight episodes are available to stream as of today on Netflix and the series is rated TVMA. Now, honorable mention on today's list, a series that many fans of the TV show Yellowstone are looking forward to watching, Shara. Woohoo! I'm excited about this. 1923 premieres on Sunday night. It's set between the current series Yellowstone and last year's 1883. It stars Harrison Ford in what I think is his first TV series ever, as well as Her Helen Mirren, and they play ancestors to the modern-day Dutton family as they manage Paradise Valley and fight over land and power. It's also supposed to deal with issues that are relevant to today somehow. The first episode of 1923 drops onto Paramount Plus Sunday night with a new episode each week for a total of eight. Also on Paramount Plus, a remake of the tween teen movie from 20 years ago that I really liked, Snow Day. When their town gets buried in a rare snowstorm, the, uh, thus forcing schools to close, a brother and sister set out to prove that anything can happen on a snow day. In his case, it's getting the girl of his dreams. In her case, it's making the greatest snow fort ever and stopping the snowplow man from clearing the roads so they can maybe have a second snow day. I'd like to point out that I only had one snow day in my entire life living in Utah. Snow Day is rated TVG and is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Finally, some more Christmas movie recommendations. First, a new movie on Netflix called I Believe in Santa. When writer Lisa finds the perfect guy. He's cute. He's a lawyer. He gets along great with her daughter. Their first five months datings are magical. But when she finds out that he's obsessed with Christmas, which happens to be her least favorite holiday, does she call things off? Or is it time to give Christmas another chance? I'm sure you can figure out what the answer is. But I thought this movie was pretty cute and a very clever premise. It is rated PG-13 and it is streaming on Netflix. Finally, you know I love the musical comedy Spirited with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds that came out just last month. Good afternoon! Exactly. Well, if you loved it too and loved the songs, Apple's putting the movie back in theaters for a limited time. But this time, as a sing-along version... <laughs> Similar to what they've done with other musicals like The Greatest Showman or Mamma Mia. So if you want to sing along to Good Afternoon, now you can. <laughs>
<laughs> okay. That's great. We're just over a week from Christmas. Last week, we found out one of Dan Spindle's less-known favorite Christmas movies. Never Today, even heard of it. we get to put Shara Park in the spotlight. I'm so excited. Shara's favorite lesser-known Christmas movie is The Holiday from 2006, starring Jude Law, Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, and Jack Black. If you haven't seen it or know much about it, the story centers around two women, one from England, one from the United States, who swap homes for the holiday season, then end up, well, and they swap homes because they broke up with their boys. Then they end up falling for a couple of local guys in each other's houses. Did I mention it was written and directed by famous romance movie maker Nancy Myers? I did not know that until you yeah. said that. <gasps> all right, Shara. Okay. Tell us why you love the holiday. Okay, first of all, these characters are so likable. Cameron Diaz is just adorable in it. Kate Winslet, even though it's a really sappy backstory on her end, is this, I, they're just so adorable. They're so cute. And let's, let's just talk about Jude Law for a second. Okay. Can you, I mean, you can't not love him. Right? He's very charming. I'm not going to lie. He's very, very charming, charming in this movie. And very handsome and the most adorable thing I've ever seen. And yes, yes, I absolutely love it. And Jack Black was the surprise for me. So Jack Black it plays a character that you would not expect. He's so likable, lighthearted, and sweet. Not the typical, Not goofy over not the top Not the goofy Jack over Black. the top. Like, you really do like his character. Anyway, I just love the storyline. And ladies, I'm just going to tell you right now. There was a moment when he walks, when Jude Law walks into a bar. And the look that he gives, I'm not going to say anything else, it is, he should have an Oscar. He should so, have an Oscar for the look. It's hot enough to melt butter is it what it sounds like. It will melt everything. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love this movie. It is one of my favorite. I've seen it twice already this season, and I will be watching already it again. Already twice this season. This weekend. Wow. Okay, if Shara's love for the holiday has won you over. <laughs> and Jude Law. And, oh, and for Jude Law. Mm -hmm. And you want to check it out for yourself. Unfortunately, it is not available to stream on any of the subscription services it's right nowhere. now. No. But it is available so for good. rent on pretty much all the video on demand services like mm -hmm. Vudu or Apple. Or you might even find a neighbor that has it on DVD and snag a free viewing I'm that way. I'm just saying, way. if you love rom-com and you love Christmas, it's everything wrapped in one. It is those things. I watched it last night and today. And, and? I have to say... I can see why you like it. <laughs> Thank you. That was my first time. All right, looking ahead to next week, the Knives Out sequel finally comes to Netflix, and we have a new tale about Puss in Boots from the Shrek movie series coming to theaters. Okay. And that's Christmas, and then, of course, it's Christmas weekend. So. And, yeah. And I will tell you what my favorite less-known Christmas movie okay, is. Okay, okay. Well, everybody, thank you for, uh, you know, entertaining the holiday for me. <laughs> um, hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com. I'll see you there. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.